Games Workshop's basement. Host <laughs> Danny McDevitt. Al Heffelfinger. I'm Dickie, and it's Grim After Dark. Welcome to Grim After Dark, Warhammer 40,000's only late night show for some reason. My name is John, and I'm here to misinform and entertain as we talk about the goings on over the last week in the world of Warhammer. This week, we get the DL on the NTL in the USA. Uh, Games Workshop launched, launched a new website. We're going to go around the net, and we have another edition of eBay Prices Right. But Ooh. before we can get started, let's meet the team. First up, he's the co-host with the co-most. He's our competitive champion all the way from Moscow, Idaho. It's Danny McDevitt. Good evening, John. Good evening. And next, he's the beautiful face of everything square-based. He's a fantasy enthusiast and a 40k fliggerist. It's Val Haffelfinger. <laughs> Hello! And he's the man behind the curtain. He's the coach in Canada. Uh, that makes sense, sure. It's superstar producer Tank Priest Dickey. Hello, everyone. How are you? I was going to make a Simon Cowell reference, but I decided against it. Uh, <laughs> before we go on, if we you enjoy what you're seeing or what playing, you're listening guys? to... Uh, you can support us by liking or subscribing, whatever it will let you. And if you're able to throw a couple of dollars away by becoming a member on YouTube or commenting below with answer to this question, what's better, team events or singles events? That was good timing. Look at me go. Yeah, you like uh, that time. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. Guys, how you doing? So good. I'm ready. <clears throat> I just nailed I, that. You know Thank what? You. I'm in a marching column and I'm ready to roll on this podcast let's go dude but my butthole is in loose formation so i'm ready to take anything <laughs> you gotta pivot that anus pivot with the 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 soon to be released exclusive grim after dark wheeling tool yes fantastic oh, thank you i hope it's accurate. if you own um a pdf cutting like the the shop that cuts the cancer wood uh let us know and we would love to not have that smell in our house but your house uh cancer uh, wood yeah, Sweet. you know how you order like the MDF terrain and it comes in and open you open the box and it smells like literally like how I imagine cancer would smell. Yeah. Well, that's um, actually just how the offices of Frontline Gaming are sponsor uh, uh smell. So, uh, oh, you know. Very safe working by. I do like our friends at Frontline Gaming. <laughs> well, and if they want to if they want to machine us some wheeling tools, uh, then we can pivot into What is that a wheeling business. tool? I don't think I've actually seen a, a dongle for wheeling. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, so what they the one that everybody had was the Gale Force 9 one, which looks kind of like a it lets you see line of sight and you could wheel with it. Technically, well, no, you could, but you shouldn't. You should use a tape measure. Danny, you bring up a fantastic point. Can we call our wheeling tool Gale Force 10? Uh, yeah, I don't think that that's uh I don't think that's trademark, John. Beautiful. We'll get it trademarked in but the I'm, least. I'm not sure that Gale Force winds go up to 10, but it. it'd be kind of like an 11 joke, you know? It would be. It'd be fantastic. Uh, well, <laughs> speaking of our friends at Frontline Gaming, this week's comment of the week, as always, is brought to you by Frontline. I open 24-7 at FrontlineGaming.org, and uh, now one of the easiest to navigate uh, Warhammer websites out there. Um, all of your Games Workshop products available at a discounted price, or better yet, buy stuff through their secondhand store, save you money, make them more. Um, this week, we have two Danny-focused finds that were sent to me. Uh, Danny, maybe would you, for the, the aid of the audio listener, 
Uh, would you like to explain what we're looking at here uh, while I wear the glasses of our sponsor? Yeah, Frontline no Gaming. problem. So this is uh, Frontline's uh, amazing shipping policy. And I'd like to say that it's because of me that this wording is is in here. I, I feel like I'm the only one who was critical of this. No, I've emailed them about <laughs> I've it as well. used my platform to really advocate for important <laughs> causes, and this is one of them. Um, so it describes your orders of $100 uh, uh, and shipping to the 48 continental United States qualify for free shipping. <laughs> orders of $200 plus and shipping to the non-contiguous United States qualify for free wow. shipping. So I think non-contiguous might be the most complex uh, language an American uses for anything. Well, you're looking at the two guys responsible for that language because both of us have emailed them about it before our association to complain. <laughs> <laughs> I will say as well, what it has up here is uh, the Frontline Gaming Tables, which I have one, I love one. They're amazing, but it said, unfortunately, mm -hmm. do not qualify for free shipping. $30 flat rate due to the size and weight to the continental United States. They still haven't specified it's the 48 continental one. Uh, the best way if you're in Alaska to get one of those tables is you need to ship it to a friend. Uh, you need that friend to come up via plane. You need them to check it as oversized baggage. And then eventually um, you, you meet them and pick up with it like three months later. Nice. No, John, you should have your wife check it in as... Oh, that's right, your wife. Did you don't fly it up yourself. <laughs> you let somebody else, you outsource that work to someone. So you guys have frontline gaming table mules to get... I do. Get... Yeah, my <laughs> wife. What do you think? <laughs> the note. funniest thing was uh danny's wife did was nice enough to take that table up checked uh, danny's wife is about i think half the height of both of us so we yeah. sent like i think the so smallest she's like five feet tall could, yeah we could send the smallest person we could find with the largest table um yeah. and we're like could you please take this up it was fantastic uh great yeah but that's their i i was impressed that they now actually offer free shipping uh to the non-contiguous as long as you spend an appropriate amount of money i'd, I'd like yeah. to point out that i i am geographically um probably a lot closer uh and uh, it's 300 dollars for me so yeah. to be fair though to, to be, be far, fair you don't have to pay for health care yeah i was gonna say that's the price of health care buddy <laughs> oh you know hey what can i say what can i say Membership has its privileges. Deal, I would take, but I don't know. I'm maybe I'm weird. I'm still going to go for the cheaper model option. I won't get ever sick ever. <laughs> Sickness is what happens to other people. Um, but I moving on. I saw actually this this great comedian, uh, and she was talking about how she lives in America, and she said she traded free healthcare for this pyramid scheme of a country, and I can't think of a better description uh, of what it is. Uh, moving on, Danny, you sent me this one. Uh, again, for the benefit of the audio <laughs> listener, I didn't include the original post because I felt context would ruin it. But what are we looking at here? Um, this is me commenting on a random guy's post uh, who was really upset about um, <laughs> the new Games Workshop FAQ. In fact, he wasn't ex 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 uh, upset at the FAQ. He was upset that people... We're playing a rule differently than what the FAQ ended up ruling a rule to actually be, maybe. <laughs> um, and so it was kind of like a, haha, told you guys, you guys are all idiots. You are horrible people for playing this rule wrong. And uh, I'd ask him, why are you so, why are you so fucking angry, bro? And uh, 
They respond, uh, because of people, my friend, because of people. I don't know this person. Yeah. Um, hey, I'm your friend, friend guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your guy friend. I was going to say, this is like a stepbrother's moment. We're like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. I also don't like people. Absolutely not. <laughs> but I also, what I love about this post is, is, again, what you said, Danny. This is a random comment you made on some random person you don't know's uh, Facebook post. Uh, so when you bring the pain 24 this is this is my psyche man like if i if i feel like you're acting out i'm gonna tell you that's right i li- literally moments before the show i i uh, uh i posted the uh i posted the uh the uh the michael jordan uh stop get some help gif on a on a random comment so you know i'm, I'm out there also yeah. enforcing things See, you know it- you got to check some people sometimes, Val. You understand that, and Absolutely. I appreciate that about you. Yes. Yeah, Val, you you hopped around the podcast world this week as well. I saw you were on another podcast talking into a microphone to other people. I, I've, oh, I've, world. yeah, yeah, I've, uh, it's, I'm, 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 I'm returning. I'm returning to my my old ways of just just getting on to everything I possibly can. Yeah, so I was on Old World Fanatics, an Australian. I guess old world now uh, podcast. Uh, just chatted with Gamo about uh, about the goings you say on Gamo? of Gamo. Yeah, his, his name name is Gamo. Some for some reason, Gamo the Gomer. Australian oh, nicknames Gamo. are always are almost always interesting. Yes, oh, he's a lovely guy. It was a good, yeah. it, was, it was a good chat. Um, uh, it does open with me uh, chastising one of the uh, the other members of the show who wasn't wasn't present. For recommending using brake fluid to uh, to strip miniatures, and, uh, oh, and I just thought that was irresponsible. Uh, so we corrected that as fast as possible. I don't think they're suggesting that you take it out of other people's cars. I think they're suggesting <laughs> using like a new bottle. Oh, brake fluid! Brake fluid was was something people used to recommend, uh, like way back before um, it was realized that hey, that's an incredibly toxic thing to be using to strip minis with. Yeah. It's also um, really bad on plastic minis. Like apparently, uh, no, it, it does. I think it, really? I think that's why it was recommended because it didn't it didn't kill plastic minis. Oh, um, but uh, but this guy also then said that he used ISO and it melted his minis, and I was like, that wasn't ISO. That just I have no idea what the hell the guy got. So anyway, that's an aside. It's resin uh, minis, I believe. The isopropyl alcohol melts. Oh, is that real? Yeah, that's not possible. Uh, but then, how is it? ISO is used for cleaning three um, D printed minis, which is resin. So one of our Form friends of up here um, left uh, a miniature soaking in like a bath of ice purple alcohol um, for like a day or something. And when he pulled it out, it was like rubber, so it was huh. flexible, movable, kind of moved all over the place. So maybe mm-hmm. don't leave it in there, uh, but maybe kind of take it out. Maybe I don't know. Was, why you close I wonder to if that was a fine cast model. Yeah, maybe or kind of something like that. But yeah, and the best thing was it was a commission of a rare model. So it's a good time. Oopsie doopsie. <sighs> but yes, that, that's all we have for our fun little intersection. Let's jump right on to state of play. Man, I really got to fix that so Dickie doesn't have a speed up. For the first time, by the way, guys, we can hear the bumpers when they play. Honestly, hearing the speed that that actually plays to the audience with just gave me an anxiety attack. Like that was, <laughs> that is too much. I'm sorry to everyone. Oh yeah, uh, 
all of you now. We know why everyone's so amped every week is because we just inject oh. panic into your veins by increasing the wow. speed of things. Uh, welcome to Set of Play, the segment where we catch up with what's been going on in the last week in Warhammer. Uh, this week, the National Tabletop League, the classic huh. NTL, launched their website powered by the Army Painter. We're not powered by the Army Painter, by the way. Just want to say that. Quite willing to be powered by the Army Painter, but mm -hmm, we're just stuck mm -hmm. here. Um, and they released all the information about the National Tabletop League. Uh, it is a... Uh, Team event has a comp team circuit. It's going to rank teams using ELO scores. Uh, there is a lot of events. And again, it is powered by the Army Painter. Um, guys, there's a lot of things powered by the Army Painter. It's not a question. It's just a statement. Uh, <laughs> Val, if you want to dig back into your stat century roots, uh, ELO. So the teams are going to be yeah. ranked here. Um, and paired up as the events go past through uh, ELO scoring. Uh, for the people here, uh, obviously not me, because I know everything, what is an ELO score? Uh, I, be I believe an ELO score, ELO score is a ranking system that is based off of the quality of opponent that you beat and the frequency at which you play, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Danny, am I right? It originated in chess, um, and you kind of you kind of take points from your opponents when you beat them, because um, their ELO will go down for losing to someone with less ELO, but it'll go up for uh, for beating somebody with a higher ELO. Uh, Russell Priest in chat here asking: ELO is an electric light orchestra. Danny, is that what it stands for? Yes. Perfect. That's correct. Yeah. This is really dope as hell. They diversified significantly since the music kind of took a downturn. Yeah, StatCheck has been running ELO for a, a, for a bit on their website for singles, so it'll be cool to see this for teams. Although I'm interested to see how they implement this for, like, is it based on the team name or the composition of the team? Fair enough. It seems like those things could be... Yeah. So from, from what I read for, from kind of perusing their website early on a Sunday morning uh, with a nice cup of Yorkshire Gold tea... Uh, I love all these little details while I pull up the right slide. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, it's single teams of eight people. Done, the tea. Oh, it, was, it taste just like? tasted like home. Um, and yeah. It's just, yeah, it's premium. It's gold. Uh, but all of the teams are kind of like set rosters uh, of eight, I imagine. Um, but then that uh, pulls into question. It's going to be quite hard uh, to, to get the same team of eight people. So maybe it is a bigger one. Um, as we can see here, there is a ton of events in season one. Uh, I have everything listed for 2024, uh, and then I had some revisions on something else to do. So then I stopped before going into 2025. Um, but Whoa, um, eight, eight, oh, eight TC. Ah, interesting. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so we have events coming up. We have, we have the eight TC, uh, as I just pointed out, Battle for Salvation, uh, the Can Hammer Team Tournament, Breath Weapon Gaming. Uh, the North American Team Championship, Brood Wars, Gateway Open, Away Games Open, Stud and Snotlings, Onslaught Gaming, and another one we can't talk about uh, are all events that are going on that are going to be part of this National Tabletop League. Danny, are you kind of surprised to see kind of the breadth and scope of this, especially taking in some of the more kind of tenured events? Yeah, so one thing I like is that Studs and Snotlings is just the pluralization of Stud and Snotlings. It's so like right like so is that are they yeah, is this another event like i don't uh, know Stut Stut stutter snotlings is uh is is our friend uh our friend dustin henshaw's event that's yeah. right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah he better be wearing that handsome red jacket I gave him. He wears it way too much, actually. Uh, I told him not to. <laughs> but, it's no, uncomfortable. He, I wish he would he, take it off and dry clean it. Uh, yeah. So thanks for that, John. You're Jeez. welcome. It's like the coat the uh, the homeless guy gets from Bruce Wayne and Batman Begins. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is really cool. This yeah. is a this is a proper circuit. This is a uh, it's also all eight eight person uh, teams. Yeah, um, I'm kind of shocked. Where's where, where's the what, so what's the deal with the frontline gaming one then? Um, well, you, well, it's it's kind of like us. I believe the Champions Cup is frontline adjacent uh, as you look at kind of the weight screen having here. Uh, but um, I will I, say, well, I'm okay. sorry, Danny, you were saying. Uh, I don't know. Is Frontline actually? I I don't know if they're allowed to associate their tournament with the circuit. I think they've gotten a little C and D. Oh um, well, let's hope that their friends, uh, back backline fun, um, are able to financially support it a little bit. Uh, it just it's just fascinating to me that out of nowhere we went from zero eight person events to, to a full slate of eight person events with no prior. With no prior evidence that that anyone wants to do this, um, this is bold and awesome. And man, I wonder what their streaming plan is. Like, this is really cool. And it's got uh, what's well, got my my favorite event, the Can Hammer Team Team event, is yeah, on here. Yeah. Um, you know, like uh, that's one uh, for all you American listeners. Uh, it's just over the border in Ottawa, and uh, it's an an incredible venue. Uh, it's it's been running for years. Um, not at not at that size, not at eight eight people, but um, this is just really really cool. Are you guys surprised? Like we do have a great Canadian player base, and we like most of them. Are you surprised that twenty five percent of the events are based in Canada? Twenty five percent of the events are based in Canada. Yeah, yeah. If you look at there's oh, yeah. like ten eleven events there. You have two in Ottawa. You have one in Toronto. Uh, like there's a lot of Canadian representation in this league. Uh, so this. Is this happening? Is this wrapping around to? Yeah, twenty twenty five is still on there. It looks like. Yeah, um, I just didn't go through there. Um, I had some revisions to make. Uh, yeah, the uh, I think there's eighteen events, so I don't know how many of them are in Canada. I don't know if twenty five percent is is a is an accurate statistic, John. Well, we're just gonna say it is. <laughs> and the finals as well. The finals as well is not dated, so we don't have an actual confirmed date no. for for that. Well, okay. I want to talk about this. They do have set up a grand final, and I'm glad you brought up the champ. Uh, I'm gonna just call it the Kicker Clausdy Champions Cup because that's the most accurate thing at this point. Um, the winner of the Champions Cup gets into the final, regardless of the ELO scores of everyone else. It's like a cool. Wow. Like some kind of like a silver pass to the final. I don't know legally so what they can call it. Um, <laughs> Maybe brass a pass? Like a fast pass, yeah. No platinum gold. Yeah, I was going to say brass Stick. pass because, like, yeah. you know, it looks like gold, but it's yeah. not. A platinum Cause, pass. Because I'm assuming that as these events go, they like, oh man, BFS is on here. Hell yeah. 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 Um, the final uh, is going to be four groups of five teams. Uh, with four rounds of group play. The winner from each group advances to a bracket. Two rounds of bracket play determines the winner. 
which is very similar to uh, European and world uh, soccer slash yeah. football. Well, it's like WTC as well, which is also like European yeah. soccer. Yeah. yeah, but also like this. This, I mean, uh, looking at that event schedule, I mean, the last one that they have blatantly said when it's going to be is June. Mm-hmm. I mean, WTC traditionally would be what July or early August. August. Yeah, usually. I was gonna say, Dicky, gotta hit us with the facts here. Yeah, August is usually what it is. So yeah, that that kind of feels like it puts. Um, although obviously the national teams will be, um, I mean the the North American national teams. This is a huge boon for them if they can get out to uh, if they can get out to them. I, I think it's a requirement uh, for us, at least in Canada, and I imagine the U.S. Uh, these will be events that you'll be attending as a national team. Uh, yeah, Dicky. As the sole spokesperson uh, <laughs> and head PR person for Team Canada, oh, head what, are PR. Your thoughts, what are your thoughts on that? I already offered to Merck my HR services. I'm not yeah. doing PR as well. Um, but what are your thoughts on kind of this circuit kind of popping up? And, and a lot, like I said, a lot of events being up with you guys. When I say up with you guys, obviously Canada is a massive country and they're thousands of miles away. But uh, there's a yeah. lot of events there. Uh, yeah, it's definitely, uh, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. Um, I think I think it's super important for national, especially this is a great opportunity for us to have a, a full team event with the national team before we go to Belgium, uh, before we go to uh, to WTC. So this is unbelievable uh, practice for for our team, and I think uh, we'd be silly uh, not to take advantage of it for sure. Well, you may be geese, but do you feel that this gives kind of a leg up for Team Canada? Team USA going to something like the WTC that they get almost an entire season of competitive teams practice? Uh, not necessarily. I yeah. know that. Uh, thanks. I think that uh, we have uh, France, we have uh, Poland. They all generally have pretty uh, extensive team events in their countries. Um, so uh, they've been playing this game for a while now. I think this what this does is it hopefully puts us on the same level or maybe a bit under. Um, that's my thought process. Anyway. Yeah, there are some European metas that are completely basically aligned yeah. to the sort of um, development of the, the national squad for, for WTC. Um, and uh, But, I mean, beyond that, I mean, the, there's also lots of sort of scrimmage events that, that – uh, national teams in Europe will will attend uh, and lead up to it. Um, the The main difference here, and I don't want to sound like a like a snob, but it will be the quality of competition. Um, so, like uh, you know, when you are going to like, I'm trying to think of of what they call it, five na- six nations, seven nations. Yeah. Um, six. six nations uh, would be sort of UK on their all the all all of those ones plus Belgium. I think is what they usually do. Yeah. Um, right. So yeah, there's there's uh, in, in, invariably it's going to be better for these teams mm-hmm. uh, to to get out and and play more, and also just developing a culture around uh, sort of eight person team play um, and and making that sort of a a format that's popularized and and something that people want to do. So what happens? Do we know what the impact on the ATC is? Because this looks yep. like is it related at all? Like I mean, I know. They're I mean, still going to run ATC, uh, from what I remember reading uh, or or watching. They the guy who runs ATC had a live stream about it, um, mm-hmm. and he's running three events. So he's running the two that are listed on here, and then also uh, is still going to run the five man. 
that they've been running. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. Uh, that's, Danny, that's super cool. Danny, you, you have a comment in chat you wanted to, to bring up here. What What's that? Oh, you said, how is this not being a thing? Yeah. Why um, is there not a Reese's cup? Yeah. Why does Frontline Gaming not like produce a Reese's cup? I mean... I mean, I can tell why I can tell you why, but they should make an event called that. Like, they shouldn't have a circuit. That's probably out of the question for them at this point in That's, time. Yeah, but, legally gray. But yeah. Reese's Cup, you're not no, going to get sued by calling something a Reese's black. Cup. <laughs> um, do you guys feel like Danny? You are like I said, an avid tournament goer. You're kind of a competitive champ. Um, you play a lot of GTs because of your location as well. How do you think the kind of deluge of team events that are coming in is going to affect attendance and kind of interest in single player uh, GTs and RTTs? I mean, it'll remain to be seen. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of work that goes into any kind of team event, right? Like people have to figure out how to do all the stuff. And then like you have to get eight people who are actually committed to this. Probably more, easily more than eight people actually right, yeah, if, you, yeah, if you're yeah. intending to compete uh, at multiple events you're going to need a roster that has you know more than just eight right um so i mean just the idea of like there's always been the the club the the sort of that 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 sort of club award that uh that the itc had which was always sort of the most one of the, one of the more underutilized things because people gave a huge shit about it but it was really lame um and uh and this now will be able to you'll be able to galvanize all of those various clubs around north america uh into uh into giving them a you know a carrot to really strive for like it's yeah. i don't know i said it's cool i it's the only words i have is this is yeah. really really awesome danny uh team texas which of the three thousand <laughs> members make the top eight which of the three thousand people in Texas? i don't know dude who cares it's texas Fair. Right answer. The best part about the National Tabletop League is the price. You don't win a cup. You don't win access codes to Warhammer 40,000. You don't even win a handshake from Michael Brand. You win this right here. Let me get in the frame. A championship ring uh, for the old NTL. <laughs> sure. Why not? I mean, I, I, I would have, I would have loved to see a, a real cash purse put on top of this yeah um, uh that's that was that was sort of my one of my last dreams for competitive 40k before i said oh, who cares um but uh <laughs> the uh you know hey i mean something something a dangling of value is great um yeah. the rings it's funny you can see you can see sort of the atlanta uh fingerprints all over this um which is kind of cool uh but uh yeah, like they, this reminds me a lot of the the winners of the uh, the what was it? What was the what was the, uh, the pro tabletop? Yeah, it's pro tabletop uh, yeah. Atlanta Open. I can't remember what it was. I mean, pro tabletop and NCL are the same, same thing. People. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's why it, it. Okay, it was pretty obvious to me. Okay. Cool. Uh, what are you guys? Um, so then the I wonder. Is... I wonder if that means that they will be uh, putting their their streaming efforts behind it as well, um, which would be really really. Um, cool and good to mm -hmm. do slight concern uh the date on the ring uh, says 2025 mm -hmm. uh which means the finals we're looking at two years away um and we all know the community's amazing ability to wait so i don't yeah this may be an example john 
I don't know. Maybe I, and maybe I understood this poorly because I think that the the rollout for information on this has been pretty poor, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, there is there are uh, uh, you have to you have to make it to the the final bracket for this. I think there's going to be one in 2024, but it's not going to be all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I think they're running another team event the same weekend they're having the championship one. And so yeah. that's also a qualifier for 2025. So that means that the people that are already playing for the championship, there's going to be one tournament where none of those people are going to be playing. So it gives a chance for some new people to get into it too, is kind yeah. of what I heard. Huh. So which, is, might, which, is, which is pretty cool. This might be just also like a timing thing where they, they wanted to announce and get it going. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause the first, the first one on the slate is not until March. Right. Um, and so I guess they and they, they so they probably wanted to get it so that the championships is somewhere in the summer. I guess it's most accessible for people to travel in the summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and uh, and so, you know, in order to get it off the ground, they kind of had to go with a very long first season because, yeah, it's more than a year um, mm-hmm. for, for the first season. And then I just uh, it's really hard to tell the quality of this prize just on that white background. So we had our artists kind of Photoshop this into to a more okay. appropriate kind of picture um, of you. what a winner would look like. <laughs> Uh, win that ring, John. I'm drinking. That is a a glass, a martini glass made of ice. Oh, are you in an ice? Is that a, is that an Alaskan ice hotel or yeah. were you... <laughs> classy? There's the hot springs there, and they have this whole room up by Fairbanks. That's like I don't know. It's pretty cheesy, but yeah, that ring looks good on that finger. So what? It sure does. So aside from my uh, unabashed and uh, enthusiasm for this. For this has there been much of a community backlash to this? Has there been uh, surprisingly aside, no? No, has it been an enthusiastic reception for it? I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Definitely I mean, well, from, from my angle, if you if you sort of look at the reaction to the last venture that they tried to launch, which was the 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 pro like the pro game, what was the the acronym for that one again, Danny? Do you remember? Uh, like the the pro league or whatever they were trying to go with like the giant pro tabletop? prize pro tabletop yeah um that got a lot of negativity to it like yeah. almost right away and, and throughout the whole thing um this one has has received almost like generally like universal praise like uh, oh, people are pretty behind it that's true but no? okay yeah sure yeah well go, uh, go I, ahead i don't know I, I i mean like i think the rollout has been bad uh <laughs> Like uh, the information has not been has not been well laid out. Uh, I think that it's been like it's interesting to see which events are part of it, which ones are not. Um, like different people running team events. I, mm-hmm. I I also haven't seen it. I mean, I haven't seen a ton of excitement about this. I think the people that are already playing teams are excited about this. Well, mm-hmm. may I suggest you may not want to bury your information in an hour and fifteen uh, yeah. minute video. <laughs> To get people excited about an event, because Dude. I'm not watching an hour and 15 minutes. I don't exactly. know. Yeah. Yes. Or, says the producer of a show that frequently runs for an hour and 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> the best, the best way to get it across is um, if you put it in like a little video that you just title "New Terminators." We don't like them, and then you <laughs> yes, get just exactly. a ton of engagement. Boom. Again, stop commenting on that. Uh, more this week. Uh, I, I I genuinely care, and I don't know why, and it really bothers me. Uh, so just stop engaging. With I also that like video. that none of the people who engage with that video are in any way, shape, or form listening to you no, right now. <laughs> no, um, uh, we can dream. We yeah. can dream. Um, we're gonna move on. Uh, website. Uh, I, I reuse this one here. We have Warhammer website breaking news. 
um which what a beautiful graphic to reuse but also i kind of got that wrong a little bit we're gonna we're gonna adjust it a little bit again and say that the warhammer website is just in fact breaking yes Uh, (laughs) good god uh warhammer launched their new website uh, something they've been talking about in financials for years now uh something they've been like we're relaunching this we have to do all of these things and it came out to uh fair to say a mixed reaction well, I'd like to really thank Games Workshop for supporting a Canadian corporation and just really going all out and and buying a Shopify storefront for uh, for for uh, their website. Um, mm-hmm. um, maybe that's a little bit too inside baseball, but yeah, um, geez, this Louise, en- guys, this entire show is inside baseball. It's why our listener numbers are so low. It's jokes <laughs> that thirty people enjoy and twenty people listen to. It's like the most meta show, right? It's- <laughs> For some reason. For some, uh, for some reason. <laughs> we uh, like we, it. We we what? have a couple couple examples that I found here online. Uh, this first one here says, can't believe the GW changed the website name because the website cut off the R in Warhammer. <laughs> that's so good. Warham. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's the French site. Yeah. Possibly. Also, it asks me to confirm what country I'm in every time I go to it, and it drives me friggin' nuts. You guys don't have cookies? You're like, are you sure it's Canada? I don't know. Maybe I felt in like Europe, the OGW site did the same thing. Yeah, me. it sure did. No, it uh, would no. just randomly assign me a country. Uh, that's that's the difference. Even better. <laughs> and then uh, this next one here I found, or that was found, was has anyone tried to navigate the Eye of Terror, Aka Warhammer.com, Aka Games Workshop? Uh, their full range of Space Marines is a whopping nine items. Who designed what? this disaster? Yeah. They better get their act together. I'd rather sit on Istvan 3 with Rylanor than go on this site. <laughs> no, Danny, oh, wow. Val, I yeah. went on that website and yeah. I found 221 different Yeah, I was going to say it's like 230. Items. It's weird. I also looked at the Space Marines. That was the first thing I went to look at. This is uh, like uh, a preview of GW's social credit uh, web store where you have to have a certain amount of positive comments and able to view the full range. Oh, like <laughs> so, like like social credit? Yeah, yeah, like social yeah. credit. Yeah, yeah, so like maybe if he wants many negative posts, sorry, you can't see tactical marines anymore. <laughs> hey, where do I, how do I get to that point? Because I just want all the firstborn <laughs> stuff to not show up anymore. Is that cool? No, no, if you're a dick, you just only get firstborn. Oh, no progress no. for you. <laughs> trapped in purgatory and it's like 2016 <laughs> uh val you know money stuff uh crypt shout on the chat here saying apparently there are one million over budget uh it was a six million dollar website uh, according to uh their most recent financial report uh i don't know how much of um and i, don't, I can't remember if that's in U- if that's a u.s dollar conversion or if that's in actually six million pounds um, but, uh, yeah, it, it is, um, it's just another example of GW, uh, uh, spending more money by trying to spend as little money as possible. Um, yep. yeah, it's too bad. I'm, they've had a, they've had a complete catastrophe in their sort of, um, you know, uh, their infrastructure. And this is, this is all stuff that they talk about in their, in their reports in, in much more glowing language, but I mean, more important than this, even, uh, even this botch launch or as probably it's probably a symptom of it was, was their attempt to um, uh, bring in um, 
enterprise software, basically something that, to help them manage stock levels um, and um, you know tie all of their various sales channels together and 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 that sort of thing and and interact with their very fancy robot driven uh, warehouses that they've been 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 doing uh, that they've been creating and building. Um, but that completely failed, so they had to actually stop. Uh, that project entirely. I think they brought in new. They brought in new management, and that was a project that was ongoing for. I mean, you can see Kirby talking about it uh, in the mid 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 twenty tens. Mm-hmm. So uh, the 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 this this the website would be something that was supposed to have sat on top of um, sort of a, a redeveloped infrastructure for their company, and that infrastructure would have uh, you know has not, as far as I know, ever materialized. For various uh, very bad reasons, um, but yeah, like companies get this stuff wrong for sure. Um, but um, you know, some a company as cash rich as as GW is literally cash rich. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably should not be messing around with you know the things that you know literally make their <laughs> make them go. Like they they still they you know like there's still a culture uh, that that under under produces things because they're afraid of of having stock on their shelves. You know. Um, and you know, they probably could, could up their business intelligence game and, and have yeah. a much better idea of mm-hmm. what their customer demands are projected to be and get better at that over time. But they've just been stymied by this because ultimately it is incredibly expensive to, uh, to design and implement. And, yep. um, and if you balk at that sticker price of bringing in outside expertise, uh, and you try and do it internally, you get shit like this. Well, ideally, um, they're kind of like their enterprise software like that would help them to kind of like capitalize on the on their BI needs and uh, like move forward in a, in, in a way that they can like actually cross compare different. I don't know. There's there's so many different there's there's and like Val said, like these IT projects are very hard uh, sometimes to implement, especially when you're making a big wholesale change like this in a, yeah. a decades long project like. I don't know, but they should have been throwing a lot of money at that if the if this because that's their that's like their nut and they need to maintain that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think uh, there's something to be said about like this this website, which is again very um, in its well, current it's, form very basic. Uh, let's costing... pull up the website here. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, as you keep talking, because we have Dicky uh, on hand ready to kind of play around with it here. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'll you guys talk. I'll just get everything sorted out. And uh, this is a great great thing for intelligent people in the comments to speak about, but development prices on you know any major corporation's website or anything that's that's facing i think would be far in excess of something like six million bucks yeah um and uh and although that sounds like a big number maybe to to some it's actually probably uh spending way too little um so oh uh, oh sorry wrong time how do you listen to podcasts how to get off a shit podcast what the oh Oh. hold on uh no uh i think we wanted this one yeah sorry about that guys yeah no i want to go back to warhammer Um, so yeah, this is the new website as kind of Dicky showing off and, and as someone who sold his soul to corporate, um, Crip Shadow saying, uh, or Joel Adkins saying they got that trash for six mil. Six mil is not a lot of money at all. Um, tiny amounts. Uh, but yeah, so this is new. You get the wonderful little animatic, uh, where you see a wonderful cast of characters, uh, painting their Warhammer, getting together and playing. Um, I've never seen four people are in a game of Kill Team that excited to not play Kill Team. Yeah. And you, you got um, the, the new games, too. Were oh, they not playing Warhammer Quest? I just assume no. that's what they were playing. Uh, they were playing Kill Team. 
Yeah. Guilty. You have a man crying in the shower, as I have often done day two of tournaments. Uh, I think it's really important to represent that part of it. Uh, but yeah, Dickie, why don't you go uh, try and buy a box of intercessors? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty easy. Uh, Space Marines. All right. Those Terminators. There you go. Oh, please don't say the T word. <laughs> uh, we got the Vanguards. We got the Desolators. We I really got like that proportion. Why do, I don't know why they're showing just the sprue. That feels silly. That's a yeah, social no, credit you haven't earned enough through yeah so you upgrade your yeah. bikes and your speeders with that sprue would it be you better to show me what it makes not what it is you haven't spent enough money with them to unlock that tier doesn't make anything yeah okay yeah well, fair enough it makes uh bikes better it makes them look cooler mm -hmm. uh i do oh, like that like snipping the tip yeah, yeah. Tiki's idea but, of finding intercessors is just randomly scrolling through 300. Well, I would, I would rather. Can I? Is it okay if I buy some? Operating their website is this guy who would complain about only seeing. <laughs> I, I haven't seen intercessors yet, um, uh, sadly. Uh, but only I do want to buy some some Deathwing Knights. Why you can't just give up and choose to buy something that you don't need. Yeah, let's buy some Jesus of these. Price. Is that is that a Canadian price? That is yeah. a Canadian price. This is yeah, Canadian price. <sighs> terrified uh, what i love to call attention to too is all the broken images on the right side um uh yeah, as you cool. as you go through i tried dicky dicky uh dicky uh, bought some uh some some scavens uh and i was like oh i wonder what those scavens were and i and i looked them up and literally all the photos were broken i couldn't see what what it was that he bought uh it was it was bad 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 so bad do you guys think so? Obviously, there there are a few wrong intercessors. Uh, there are a few things wrong with oh, the website oh, right oh, now, and it's kind of current iteration. Uh, is this sort of just a great starting point for them to improve on, or, or do you see this as something that's kind of worse than the original website, which it was very old? Uh, the old website, yes, yeah. that was it was comfortable. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wow, oh, the picture's broken. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all broken. Well, oh, if it. only, you know, we should have thought about greater synergy pre show, Dickie, and had uh, frontlinegaming.org open on another tab, and you could have gone and bought uh, stuff from there. And then GW would never send us review things anymore. Man, we yeah, love their website. Uh, moving on. Uh, I think we're done with some state of play. Let's jump through a really quick around the net, uh, and then we're going to play a game. Okay. Woo! Fantastic. That's Apparently so the volume's loud. loud as well. Oh on my those. god! I, I know uh, I don't do levels right. Um, well, actually, that's on Rich. Not gonna lie, he's he's the one who does the levels. I'm the one who makes the videos and doesn't adjust the levels. He has a slide. He has a slide. He's so loud. He can literally fix it. He can see all the red on his board and just continue to eat Cheetos. Well, red, actually, I don't know if the, the listener. He just doesn't care. He hates, actually hates <laughs> He's colorblind, you bastard. I don't know. That's why he wears those yellow shades. That no um moving on uh run that welcome to run that the part of the show where we dive deep into the dang drivel the internet provides and this week while we've got a lot to cover we're just going to focus on fast food um we found this image and daddy you and i were both going to share this one here um someone created codex waffle house employee fantastic 
which was just <laughs> a great job. Uh, and then what I, I tasked the guys to do was to describe maybe some units or strats or warlord traits that Codex Waffle House employee would possibly have. Um, yeah. Oh, well, I use the I use Codex uh, Tim Hortons employee yeah. uh, so myself personally. Yeah. Um, but uh, I went with uh, rapid bowel ingress. The double-double demands that the Emperor's Chosen must take a dump. They must take a dump immediately. Target unit doubles its movement, but is unable to shoot or fight. Yeah. <laughs> um, Danny? Uh, uh, so for Codex Waffle House, uh, I chose lightning fast reactions, the Eldar stratagem. I don't know if you've seen the waitress who grabs the chair <laughs> out of the air, like as those two people were fighting. I mean, how else? Yeah. Waffle yeah. We used to have we used to have a uh, I guess our the closest equivalent Canadian equivalent and I don't think it exists anymore was something called uh, Golden Griddle, oh, uh, yeah. as as she was uh, she was a twenty four seven breakfast establishment um, that was uh, uh, the refuge of of various burnouts and uh, angry violent people. Um, I, honestly, I wish we had Waffle Houses around here. I love Waffle House. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a whole like vibe, man. Like have, seems John, better than a, one? seems better than a Denny's, that's for sure. I yeah. have not I have not been to a Waffle House, and the food is greasy and good. Yeah, it, it sounds quite amazing. I just noticed I didn't actually write any notes uh, for the next one, which is a uh, Codex Taco Bell. Um, uh, but yeah, Wait, I, Codex I, what? Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> just uh, Taco oh, Bell. I did. Amazing. I just didn't rewrite it here. Uh, I have fourth meal as their stratagem, uh, which gives the ability uh, fight twice um, once it turns on the uh, Taco Bell force and activate their fourth meal reserves. Uh, and then uh, ChatGPT came up with wonderful uh, Crunchwrap Cavalry as units. Uh, the Quizarito Titan. Um, and the hero is the Bel Grande, uh, which I would just imagine is a Skaven Screaming Bell, but instead of warp dust, it's just wow. shit. Uh, kind of stream. <laughs> My strategy for Taco Bell was fire sauce and fade. <laughs> <laughs> it lets you shoot, and then you have to move directly towards the nearest bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Um, that's about all I want to do around the net this week. There's a lot of filler in there, but at this point, yeah, it's, it's getting on. I forgot we've had a bumper for this for the last forever. Uh, so while we give Dickie some time to scroll down to the appropriate slide for afterwards, which oh jeez, oh don't oh, finish the show, don't finish the show. He's out. He's, he's like I don't want to play anymore. Uh, we slide twenty four is where you want to be, but first let's uh, look at that amazing and copyright problematic bumper for the eBay price to be right. <laughs> oh boy. Here we that go. Is so loud. It's, I think it's officially loud for you guys, but not loud for everyone else. That's so, so loud. Uh, no, no, we are getting the monitor feed, so that is that is what that is that is how loud it is. Oh, uh, welcome to the eBay's Price is Right uh, tonight. We have a special Valhalla edition of the eBay Prices, right? Oh boy. Uh, and we are looking again for the next great Warhammer price predictor. Um, our contestants will bid on a series of frosty and frozen Warhammer items recently yep. sold on eBay. Uh, mm -hmm. Will they guess the final auction price and win nothing? No. Uh, direct from me, uh, being mad that snow finally came, as can be seen in this slide here, 
uh, I decided to do a very special Valhalla edition of eBay Prices Right. So if you have ever wondered how much the chilliest models uh, from Games Workshop are, you are in the snowy place tonight. Uh, spirits will be high as we see who knows their Warhammer and who's headed home empty snowdrift handed. Um, let the frosty bidding begin on the special Winter Wonderland eBay Prices Right. That is too many snow puns. Now, am, that I, is okay. am I right in saying that these only went OOP like recently, right? Like you could you could order these off the web 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 cart. Up, I mean, up until if I was recently. solely focusing on brand new Valhallans, yeah, oh, uh, that, that would be true. And they did uh, re-release them for made to order pretty recently too. That's true. Okay. Yeah. That's true. Uh, our first contestant, hailing from Moscow, Idaho, he's a law student. Uh, he in his final year, he might be able to pass the bar, but can he pass this quiz? It's Danny McDevitt and his opponent from the frozen, forgotten disaster wasteland of northern Canada. You live in Alaska, and I live in as far can. south of Canada as you can. So much further south. He can secure your is, and he's in the United States right now. But can you guess how much you go cost on eBay? It's Val Halfelfinger. Unfair. I wonder if I'm more north north than you, Val. You are. You're 100 percent more north than me. Oh, <laughs> far north. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, yeah. And as we want to remind everyone playing, especially Val, uh, and everyone listening at home, the Val Halfelfinger Amendment is in yep. effect. Hands where we can see them at all yep. times, uh, based on the history of a certain uh, unnamed party of googling. Look. That, uh, that was that was a that was a not as good game show as eBay prices right. Okay, look, I I am I am I am a purist when it comes to eBay prices right. That's fair. Uh, as, that, it was a, a very as, bad game show. But the as picture a veteran, I love. as a veteran eBay seller and user, uh, I am I am I I I I I, I just I, I'm offended by this. But we'll continue. I just right. I like the phrase the Val Heffelfinger Amendment, and I like the picture. He looks so happy that he's oh, yeah. been accused of cheating. <laughs> all right so starting off first this week we have this beautiful valhallen flamer ice mm -hmm. warriors metal 40k imperial guard astra militarum uh he is lot number 27 of a bulk send uh how much starting with you danny are you playing for a flamey boy this is a great flamer model. Maybe it one of the great. best flamer models ever released. Holding um, it correctly, far as far out as possible and <laughs> fearfully. $25. I like the, the flamer Ooh. is the size of his entire body. $25. One $1. Oh, classic Val. Classic Val. It is, in fact, twelve thirty-one. dollars oh, uh, Giving yeah. Val the price uh, on that one. Uh, putting him at one. Our next uh, item up for bid here is games workshop warhammer 40k valhalla lieutenant captain Ooh. new Benib metal figure wait a minute how many of these are valhallans john <laughs> i thought you said they weren't all valhallans <laughs> there are five separate items you've seen two of them okay <laughs> all right so this one's in box so that this that one does is... that does make it a little bit different nope uh this is the lieutenant he's got a nice big old soviet hat um allegedly I think it's more Ukrainian hat now. I'm gonna go forty USD on this one. Whoa, 40. Danny, one dollar. Okay. Oh, the reverse tactics coming. Val oh! wins. <laughs> Brutal. Woo! 
$65 for that model. And they're not even going to open it. It's just yeah. going to sit in that bu- in that blister. They're going to get 15 bucks for shit. They're going to get like a shadow box and it's going to sit there um to be Jeez. appreciated the entire time. Uh option number 3 uh to to make it a little different we have a Valhalla plasma oh, gunner. What? <laughs> Valhalla Plasma Gunner unreleased Warhammer 40k unreleased. Hero Guard Oop Metal. Uh, Val. Unreleased? I, well, I gotta I go first again? Sure. Okay, I guess well, I'm because you won again. Okay, you right, stop right. winning and you don't have to go first. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <sighs> unreleased. I'm always dubious about unreleased, um, but he's not, so he's not in a blister. I mean, he could be a fake. Um, you like is a chessing so cheap Chinese knockoff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's gonna be higher or lower. Fifty bucks. Ooh, Ooh fifty. Fifty-one dollars. Yeah, I left myself vulnerable. <laughs> left myself vulnerable. Uh, sixty-one <laughs> eighty-five. Oh, good, good, good. Oh, we got a battle. We got ourselves a little battle going on here. Yeah, I'm on the scoreboard now, John. On the Woo! scoreboard is two one to Val, and just to because I do listen to your comments, you bitch about them all being Valhalla when I said they weren't. Uh, this next one here is wargaming terrain, tall hills, medium box uh, of hills, snow finish. Oh, brand new. This is sold. Hmm. Danny, one dollar. Yeah. <laughs> you no, you can't guess first and say one dollar because then yeah I mean, i'm gonna guess twelve dollars uh twelve dollars brand new so this was probably a buy it now item you said twelve dollars yeah someone yeah. just cut up foam with a knife All right, i'm going I'm, I'm should i get a real guess i'm gonna give it a real guess i'm gonna guess 35 dollars mm. 35 $60. Oh, wow. This sold? <laughs> <laughs> hey, sometimes you need to find out. Propainted. Shadow pointed it out. Propainted. Propainted. Got that propainted, baby. You tell some person in, in the, the south uh, of the U.S. that you want to participate in this team tournament circuit, and then you realize you don't actually have any terrain. So then you just <laughs> got to go up. buy it Fits all it up. up. Uh, so yeah, we should do guys. one just on fantasy terrain because it's mind blowing. Yeah, but oh, you'll really? get them all. We've tried yeah, doing fantasy yeah, yeah. terrain before. You're like, oh, I saw that one. Oh, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah, I would get them all. We did do that. Yeah, <sighs> moving on, Daddy. Uh, you can't win, but maybe you can save some face with our last option here. It's a yeah. conversion. <laughs> it's a classic Sentinel with Valhalla driver. Uh, hashtag one zero zero one 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 Imperial Guard huh. with one leg. Is that well, is that as legs. is? No, no, it has a second leg. Behind. Oh, it's behind. Oh, okay, yeah. all right. I guess do I, I no, I have to guess. Did, did I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I have to guess. I have to guess. Uh, uh, this is a conversion. This is not. So this is. Um, hmm, I don't know. Thirty dollars. Joel Atkins came in with twenty nine. Mm. Uh, Forty two dollars zero cents. Wow. $42. That's quite the precise number. Uh, oh, 39.10. Close, but no cigar. Close, yep. Throwing darts, baby. Throwing darts. Well, not anymore. It's not a cigar. Danny, you are now the champion of being, like, just over. Like, you, you, you're in the range, like, every time. Um, but the amount is always, sadly, just over. Um, that's it for this week's Price is Right. 
Uh, I, it's a thing I love. Uh, and man, if you want any themes, let me know. I looked out the window and saw snow, and I was sad. Uh, so I was like, you know, Valhalla. Well, we'll do it that way. Uh, Val, any victory speech you want to give uh, after winning this beautiful Price is Right? eBay Price is Right is thrilling, and uh, and and more people need to love it as much as I do. That's all I got to say. It's fun, yeah. That's true. Uh, we are, for once, because I cut out an entire section of the show, uh, running a little short. So we're going to go into some uh, Patreon questions that I've ignored forever. Yes! Uh, Get the bumper uh, ready. Get the bumper ready. Oh, Diggy. No. Oh, uh, Do you need oh. more time? Yeah. He needs more time. Fill more time. Oh, my God. So, oh, it turns out I can write backwards, like, really well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I try to hold up notes for Dickie to see, and because I'm reversed. Oh. Yeah. That was rude. Oh, my gosh. Just threw them on in there. Uh, so, uh, jumping on in here, I'm not going to answer this because I feel uh, it would be uh, where, wrong where, with me. Where are is it? Oh, I, I haven't added them in. I'm just oh, doing okay. them on the fly. We're just oh, we're, wow. okay. we're doing it live. Uh, is it true that John bit his tongue for our sins? No, they, he bit his tongue for his sins, namely not noticing where his feet were. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That wasn't necessarily my feet. It was the the hand cart that smacked me yeah. in the chin. I thought uh, I, I thought that you stepped on it and this dropped a box, right? Dropped a box on it and it oh, caused no. it to sideshow mal up and smack my chin closed and bite through. Oh no. Still have like oh. I have three weird little hard lumps inside my tongue. They feel weird now. No, it's fine though. I'm so glad that you escaped that without serious permanent debilitating injury. So that's the great. The fact that I didn't break my jaw is my so many things. to me. So many things. Uh, bizarre, but that's okay. You know, John, I'm really. Yeah. It's really cool that you decided to do some body modification and uh, rib your tongue <laughs> for, for his for pleasure. her pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for mine, it was fucking <laughs> sore. <laughs> um, Danny and uh, chat, they're asking: Is non-contigs a slur for Alaskans? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I love that. And though I'd appreciate if you didn't use that again. <laughs> Uh, Val, uh, Age of Sigmar, uh, the new Flesh Eater Quartz model came out, and he's holding a oh. bunch of keys. Oh, uh, it's an absolutely beautiful model that I didn't give Dickie any time at all to find. Um, but what did the keys on the new model actually unlock? Um, <laughs> John, it's a lot of janitorial closets. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> It's just the flashy courts just have a lot of cleaning supplies. Just, it's uh, all segregated. Yeah. This the the flashy courts janitor. I like that. That's a good angle. Um. Yeah. We'll accept <laughs> that. There, he, there is. he is. He's beautiful. He's like he's, shit. He's like clean he's up an aisle. Me. I didn't want to put down any more sawdust today. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bizarre set of keys. That doesn't make any sense. But I mean, I guess he's got a lot of her. keys though. There's some belt and some in his hand. Oh, I never know. I want to see yeah. this horrifying flesh-eating monster just continually put the wrong key in the lock because he can't figure it out and just like, oh God, is it this one? Hey, he's got those long fingernails too, so he's got to do the like <laughs> grab thing. To take this guy is a is a counselor at a fat camp for flesh eater courts and so he's got a lot of food every night oh jeez. So. well when the food can escape it's important to have it under right. lock and key and he's got wings to chase it down 
He's got more keys on his belt. Yeah, he's got so many keys. (laughs) Why? What? What is the reason for this? I don't know. It's like Batman. Yeah, or I just camp counselor. Uh, look at him go. I do like that that model. They're continuing the old uh, uh, Fulgrim method of just having incredibly uh, skinny wings uh, that will break off. Man, uh, these are plastic. Just uh, just a yeah. quick note. Uh, most website design actually, um, because it's built for cell phones, Dicky, uh, just fits perfectly into the uh, into the uh, 1080 by 1920 um, frame. So you know, you yeah. Can, but if you do that, then you miss the joke. <laughs> you missed the joke we set up. The, the 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 entire uh, resolution of the the frame box was so you could see the how to get off a shit podcast yeah. joke. Got it. All right. um, okay. Which, we'll by the way, I, I love looking at you guys waiting for your reaction and just you earnestly talking about just a topic that's close to your heart, and then Danny just realizing it was. <laughs> I laughed almost right away. I w- yeah. I'd like to point that out. You, you did. You did. It was, it was really good. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Well, that that's a show if ever I've seen one. That's a show. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's is. A show. That sure is. <laughs> of all the podcasts we've ever done, this was one. Mm-hmm. And we want to thank you, everyone here, for joining us here in Grim After Dark. Uh, you can find all of our socials and ways to support us at the very easy to navigate and beautiful grimmasterdark.com. Uh, we will be back next Monday live at 10 p.m. Eastern-ish. And if you enjoyed yourself, check out our back catalog on YouTube. Stop commenting on the Terminator short. Uh, and I won't stop mentioning it until people stop doing it. Uh, remember, when your life feels like a never-ending siege and things can't get any worse, join us here and remember that it's always grim after dark. It's time to step into the grim darkness With nerds gather talking Warhammer madness Grim after dark, the podcast with the hosts John, Danny and Val, but they're not the most Claiming to be experts, but it's all a facade Talking about battles and dice rolls, they're all odd Trying to sound cool with their Warhammer talk But I'm here to expose, it's all just squawk Nerds, nerds, everywhere I see Talking Warhammer this, like it's a decree But let me tell you, homie, it is all just a game In the real world, homie we are not the same so put down the dice step out of the dog it's time to live life nerd make your own mark grim at the dog the nerds playground talking warhammer this acting all profound but when i listen it's all just a bunch of noise i love roasting nerds and their stupid ass toys stupid ass toys i want to grab them put my hands around the neck squeeze squeeze warhammer squeeze until they can't breathe or breathe again Tell a friend, I tell a friend, I'm out here roasting nerds again. <laughs>